I repositioned myself in the very corner of the veranda and leaned out as far as I could. The fresh smell of the sea was laced with the less pleasant scent of seaweed. The quick breeze off the bay shot up my shirt, cooling the sweat on my ribs. Up here on the escarpment I had an uninterrupted view of the pale blue mainland off in the distance, the place where I hoped to entice a mobile phone signal from. I said, did you already call the builder? But my mother was no longer on the line. I checked my phone, saw the SOS-only signal, and slid it back in my pocket. No mobile reception. Nobody could phone me. All the knots in my spine loosened. I turned and went back inside. Starwater House, as it had been once called, though I didn't know whether that was an official name or my great-grandmother's romantic appellation. Eleanor Holt had been known for romantic notions. I threw my mobile phone onto the couch and stood by the chimney poking at the damp wallpaper. Starwater had been the administrative office of a whale-watching business for two years, a whale-watching business that had always been late or light with rent and which had now failed, packed up and disappeared without any official notice and owing thousands of dollars in rent to me, their landlady. It wasn't the lost money I minded. It was that nobody had been here to report the storm damage. October was the heart of storm season on Moreton Bay, and the one that had blown in last week was so violent it even made the news in Sydney. I had seen pictures taken over on the mainland, Trees crashed through car roofs and power lines down and flood water raging down suburban streets. And I thought at the time, I wonder how Starwater held up. It was an old house built in 1868, and while I'd spent a lot of money on keeping it solid and safe, its position up on the escarpment of Ember Island made it vulnerable to storms. I'd phoned the whale watchers the next morning and got a disconnected notice. Mum was the one who suggested I pay a visit. Mum was the driving force behind anything to do with Starwater. She had made me buy it six years ago. You're the only one of us that can afford it at the moment, she'd said. One of the infrequent times she compared my two older sisters unfavourably to me. The engineer and the surgeon usually trumped the novelist. It should be back in the family. The damage around the chimney was not as bad as I feared when I'd first arrived to see a blue tarpaulin flapping in the wind on the roof. The tree branch that had split open the roof was still pinned at an awkward angle to the house, the mighty arm of a Morton Bay fig that had probably been on Ember Island for hundreds of years before white men came here and built the infamous maximum security prison I'd learned about in school. But inside... Apart from this large water stain on the wallpaper and a jagged crack opening up in the brickwork of the chimney, there didn't seem much to fix. If the builder could do it in the next few days, I could be back in Sydney by the weekend. The thought of Sydney made me feel sad and desperate. I didn't want to go back. Not now, not until... after. But even then I'd still have to see them, wouldn't I? We couldn't avoid each other. My train of thought was interrupted by footsteps on the stairs leading up to the front veranda, and I hurried out to meet the builder, glad for the distraction. Hello, I said. I'm grateful you could make it so quickly. Come in and have a look. The builder looked back at me. He seemed startled, but I didn't know why. He was what my mother would have called a strapping lad in his thirties, with curling blonde hair, broad shoulders, and tanned skin. I'm Nina, I said, leading him inside. 
I'm the owner. Joe, he said, finding his voice. I put the tarp up. I hope you don't mind. I knew there was nobody here, and she's such a beautiful old place. Mind? That's really lovely of you. The water damage might have been so much worse. Now you'll see it's mainly a stain on the wallpaper and a cracked chimney. We stopped in front of the fireplace. The walls should dry out okay, though the stain might be hard to get rid of, he said. But I think the chimney might be cracked up a bit further than this. Somebody would need to get on the roof and look. I don't know how sound the structure would be. So can you do that for me? Or do I need to call a roofer? I'm sorry, I don't know much about these things. Joe blinked back at me. I guess I could do it. I don't have any other work at the moment. That would be great. How quickly can you get it done? He tilted his...